Welcome back to What Have You. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. Guys, we're at our old haunt. Yeah, it's a flashback. We are looking out on the snowy Moscow with a glowing Walmart sign. <laughs> noticing, noticing to ourselves how not ready for Christmas we are <laughs> on this fine morning. With a little Starbucks cup in our hand. Yeah, we were going to meet here at the crack of dawn, but we failed to communicate. Yeah, that was me. Communicate. That was my bad. Yeah, this is the kind of... This is the time. Wow, it is ever. Is it ever the time? It's a big time. It's a... We're approaching with all speed the stop, put your pencils down <laughs> moment where whatever <laughs> happened is what happened. And I know. And I have... And it might not be what you meant to happen. Do you happen. know what? My, my little sort of mantra right now for the next few days... We should say, how many days till Christmas? Two days... Tomorrow, what is, is it right 22nd. now? So it's the 22nd. Wednesday. It's mm -hmm. the, no, it's the 22nd today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So it's the 22nd. Anyway, <clears throat> it's sufficient unto the day or the evils thereof. Mm -hmm. I'm sort of like, no, I'm not going to okay. worry about stockings right now. What, what I'm going to oh, worry about. Oh, that's <laughs> That is scary. Okay. No, I have some. But it's in a box, and I know that I need to fill it out more. But I'm like, you know what? I'll buy that Carmex later. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to happen until Friday. But I have stuff that has to happen right today in a <laughs> minute. Uh, so basically, sufficient unto the hour are the evils thereof. <laughs> it's like I will progress into the next trouble at lunchtime. And in a timely and manner. In a timely manner. One brilliant deed that you should all do if you haven't done it already is buy extra scissors. Buy extra tape. Rachel. Box things up. Are you ready? Let me tell you. Box it up. Write someone's name on it. And then hand it to a different child and say, wrap this and put it under the tree. Well, <laughs> yesterday I literally almost had to make a trip to the store to buy a pair of scissors. Oh, because you couldn't lay because out I could on not. I like oh my word. That meme had me laughing for so long and so hard. About the gliding. Yeah. <laughs> the cellist. <laughs> the, I was like, oh my word. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But once the old beater scissors have been around the house, they won't do it. No. No. Mm. Mine are these terrible old mistreated gingers. And they're the ones that have just become the wrapping. Ooh, you know, bad, yeah. It is bad. It's that's terrible. Dark. Buy I yourself put, some. Treat yourself to a nice fresh pair of fiskers. <laughs> <laughs> I actually put on my little Christmas list app. We'll see if anybody gets it for me. Is a... Oh no! What is that brand? It's like Guggenheim or something. Oh yeah, uh -huh. um, really like beautiful tailor scissors. I'm like, see, I would like those, and then I would treasure them up, and then the mm, gingers just would... like your gingers yeah. of old. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> but <clears throat> I uh, basically we we located them in the weird pile of cake decorating Ooh. remnants because mm. this has been a. This has been a week. We had like finals week last week, so that was a whole spree. So it's like finals for everyone. And guys, you all won't my believe kids. what we have this week. It's <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> but it was like you have uh, all of these finals. All the kids are taking finals. I'm giving finals. Then Belle had a wedding cake, a wedding cake to make over the weekend. Hero had a wedding to do flowers for, plus a company party that she had to do a bunch of centerpieces mm -hmm. for. Plus, I was doing the NSA party, which almost put me in the tank because <laughs> this this party, you weren't there, but your girls 
were a huge help. But this particular party, I have never done this before. I didn't even make it out into the party because uh-huh. <laughs> it was so funny. It was it was at the old CJ's building, so there's no kitchen. But there is uh, the room that we usually use for prepping and everything was where we were having the kids' party. They were, like, doing pizza and and a movie. So I'm, like, back in the sort of recesses of the building trying to make this happen where there's, like, nowhere to set things. So there wasn't, like... There was a table in the corner. So there was a lot of, like, hunkering on the floor trying to, like, you know, do things in big boxes and stuff. Anyhow, I just, I just flat never made it out. I think I probably would have died of shame if I had looked at the buffet. Because I was sending people out with, oh, because, okay, this is, this is not interesting, guys. But I'm going to tell you anyway. I did this polenta and a beef barbacoa to go over the top of it. And it actually, I did taste some of it. It was, it was really good. But, um, I was going to just load up platters with the polenta and then the beef on top. And then as the platters were running out, I was going to be sending people out with more platters. Well, they're, they were too flat and the sauce just is like running off the edges everywhere. Mm. And so I was like, Oh shoot. You know, I just, I just got a huge bowl that I had brought with me and then I just put polenta and then the beef and then I was sending people out to be like okay here's a bowl of polenta go and put this into the big bowl and then put the beef on top it could have gotten but a little hurly burly out got, there I think it definitely <laughs> did and I think people didn't know like <coughs> like are we supposed to stir this up into a you know like mm, a, a porridge not a, beef and yeah I think porridge. just people going through the line anyway it was good enough that I think it was okay but I bet you I would not have been happy with the plating could I have seen it? It's probably best. But it's probably it's best probably that, best that I there. stayed in the back and I just didn't even look at it. But And then I'd made all this like Tom and Jerry mix. We were going to do that with the hors d'oeuvres. Couldn't find a cup to save my life. So <laughs> that didn't get served. Plus I was blowing out the fuses <laughs> trying to heat the water, which meant we couldn't do coffee either. So then oh. it was this dessert with no coffee. <laughs> oh, well. It's all right. Such is life. It's all right. Sometimes you live a little hard. Yeah. You're like, well. And then you come through that and you're like, now it's Christmas. Ah, I haven't ah, bought a gift. we're doing Christmas now. Yeah. I'm in the phase where I just, it's like, there's a lot of things where the 85% done is not enough. Sufficient. Because no. when you get to that last 15%, you realize the reason you hadn't done it is it was not easy. <laughs> You do where you're like, I'll figure something out that will just Uh pull this together Uh later. And then you're like, look what happened. We're not pulling it together in any way. That's why I'm not worried about the stockings because I'm like, stockings are achievable. I already did the thing of like, I ordered something interesting for each of their stockings. So like the, sure. Now it is a more a matter of, you know, Mm. fill it up with whatever. Yeah. Well, I do want to say something though. That I've been thinking about is that a lot of Christians, we've talked about this parable a bunch of times, but I don't think that I have this in my, in my, um, like, this isn't, we're still on board here. I think we're still on board. I think you can keep talking. I'm just trying to quickly put my phone in airplane mode so that, because if somebody texts me, then it turns off. We're good. You can. Did you do it? Yeah. 
Oh, look guys, now you won't get interrupted. <laughs> oh, okay. Or so, not. You're talking about a parable. What I was going to say, we've talked about this parable a lot of times, but I was going to say, this is not my natural, like my natural disposition is not stingy or thrifty or uptight about things. So okay. I put that out there just to let you know this, okay. but even I at Christmas can start to feel like this may be a bit too much reckless abandon. Yeah, like we right. may be participating mm -hmm. in some version of a financial nosebleed that I'm not sure. sure. Like where you're just like, we just had to have something else for that stocking. I just don't care. Let's just buy it. Let's it's just like, put it in here. These are oh, the let's buy that. Okay. If we buy that, maybe those kids will be even. Nope. Then we have to buy everyone yeah. else something else. Okay. It doesn't matter. Just buy it. Like you get into a very funny mode. You're sort of like, these are the things that lead to the decline and fall of Roman empires. <laughs> yeah. You feel like, <laughs> and I, I say that, but then I am, we are exaggerating because we have seven kids, and the reality is, even if you went really pretty thin sauce, it's a significant still, amount of purchasing that well, you're doing. Well, Rachel, I think that I really need to convince you more than yeah, I previously have. Yeah, your system is have. good. No, I thought of it this year that I thought I should have gotten on board with yeah, Becca's plan. Yeah, it's a good, good system. But, but aside from that, what I'm trying to get to is the wastefulness, the feeling that everyone probably gets at some point of the wastefulness of Christmas. Like, mm -hmm. like we are just wasting it up. We are just yeah. doing the thing that is like, or like making treats to just do what? To, to make us fat. fatter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a fun breakfast, but who needs a fun breakfast? We've all been like, you know, where you just have that, yeah. that weird yeah. stingy heart mode yeah. that you get yeah. into. Mm -hmm. Of like, this is all a big waste. Yeah. Financial, caloric. It's a waste. <laughs> yep. It's a sick indulgence and we should stop. Uh -huh. Well, I've been thinking about that in the, that what we're investing in, in Christmas is not the gifts. It's not no. the stocking stuffers. It's not the calories. No. What we are investing in is something that you don't, you invest things yep. and doing in something that actually is not tangible. No. Like that you're actually investing in loyalty and joy and love and, and beauty of the gospel oh, yeah. and what does it mean to be a Christian and how the joy of the Lord is our strength and how you're investing, but you're investing things here in something that can't be measured in the same Isn't way as what you're putting though, into it. I feel like that is how food works anyways. Always. Always. You know, like you, you give your kids the PBJ, but their body turns it into something. But they, it turns it into. Completely different. Yep. And I think that's the, like you have to think of it in terms of like these gifts that I'm giving in the wrapping paper that's just going to go straight in the garbage. So why am I bothering? Yeah. It's not I'm about bothering, the wrapping paper. I'm bothering to buy a nice wrapping paper, to yep. wrap a box up frantically, to stuff the paper in a garbage bag tomorrow and just be like, get it out of the house. Yep. And, but the thing that I wanted to say about this is we've talked a lot about the parable of the talents, but the idea, so many Christians who think that the thriftier and more less indulgent, like if you try to weed yeah. out all the indulgences of Christmas, that is things like my kids don't need candy. My kids right. don't need extra gifts. We have every, like kind of a, I want to say it's kind of a pious or um, Gnostic. Gnostic. <laughs> There's, there is it, but there is a temptation. And the more that you feel like you're up to your knees and fudge, the more you might be vulnerable 
to feeling like that's the godly way, right? Like this is the right way. And the thing I was thinking about is how much that, that statement of the, the servant that buried the talent that he feels pleased with himself, right? Like that he pulls it out and it's like, it's exactly what I got from you. I spent no butter. I spent no sugar. (laughs) I spent no money on decor. Uh I did not do anything because I knew you were a harsh master like that. And that's a sad thing because, because what's interesting in that story is not that, that it is not that the master is, I wouldn't want to say harsh, but sort of because the master is for sure not pleased with the person who produces the talent cast out forever. Yeah. And the thing is, is he saying, because I knew you were a harsh master, I didn't do anything with this. Yep. Like, and the funny thing is, I'm just trying to say God is not just a harsh master. And that's why I'm trying to qualify that. But my point is, if you actually, if you actually feared the master in a godly way, if you feared God, then you want to do everything you possibly can Mm -hmm. to invest what he's given you and to, and to, it's kind of throw yourself into it. It's important to remember that in Proverbs, it does say better a dinner of herbs where, love where there's is. love yeah. than the whatever fatted calf or whatnot uh-huh. when there's contention. Um, but the interesting thing about the sort of square of opposition there is only two of the possible four are mentioned. Mm-hmm. And if you had to pick between a meager, bleak, and not at all impressive right. Christmas, but there's love. Or an over-the-top frenzy of gifts and fudge, but everybody's mad at each other. You know which one to pick. Mm -hmm. But there are two other options, right? One is you could have a dinner of herbs with everybody mad at each other also. Or you could have the overflow and have love there. And if you had to pick, we know which one is more important. Mm -hmm. But it's also possible to do the other. It's possible also to have a dinner of herbs where there was no call for a dinner of herbs. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing is it because I think that when that's put up, like better to have nothing with love. Amen. But if you have things, it's not better (laughs) to express it as having nothing. Yeah. Like, and think that that's hyper pious. Uh And I said this in an Instagram post recently, and I just feel like I'd like to drive it home even further is that like, your kids are already rich kids. Yeah. Like it is not Christmas gifts. That is the thing that sets a seal on them being entitled little piggies. Like they have hot showers. They have uh, like, we are every child. Obviously there is a scale there, but I'm saying the amount of blessings and gifts that God has given us is monumental. Yeah. And so the idea that, Basically, Christmas is a great place to teach your children how to receive all the gifts that they're always receiving. Like, they're receiving tremendous, overwhelming gifts all the time. And this one little glimpse of chaos in the living room with stockings is, it's like just a chance to teach them what it means to receive things from the Father and how to deal with that. And it is actually like such a wonderful grand finale to the year. Oh, I love it. It's like it 
if we were doing all this like in March, yeah, be it'd be weird. But I love how going out in a spectacular blaze of glory. I also really like year. how it sets us up for the displays of treadmills and water bottles well, in January. But I was gonna say <laughs> it's like having done that it makes that sort of January 1st, you're sweeping the house clean, you're getting rid of all the yeah. needles, you're getting everything yeah. organized. That actually is such a delightful feeling after Bring the chaos on of Christmas. the daffodils <clears throat> and the organizational yeah, exactly. bins. We're gonna polish something now? Yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna lean yeah. away from the sticky-fingered life of December. Yeah, but I actually just love it that Christmas right before that it's such a counterpoint. Yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah. and without, it without that, you don't have the satisfaction of the next phase. Totally. Kind of. It's, and I do think some people like to live their life as if like we can never leave a mark. You know what I mean? And Christmas definitely leaves a mark. So we're going to have to cut it down. A big old wallop is what yeah. Christmas leaves. Yeah. I think it's just, I guess as I was thinking about that, I thought, you know, you want to be like, what has God given you? And how can you invest what you have in something that you can't measure tangibly? Like, yeah. like I make Christmas morning danishes. Do we have any knowledge of what that work every year has turned <laughs> into? I was like, mm, nope, don't know. <laughs> but I'm confident that it has a return. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like, I think, yeah. I know it has turned into something. Who knows what? Uh, but but my point is, you want to be diversifying the way you invest. You want yeah. to be constantly saying, what else has God given me? How can I invest this? How can we bless the kids? How can we bless our neighbors? How can we bless yeah. the church? And be thinking that way without thinking it will necessarily measure up in the columns of your... Yeah. You won't be like, well, we invested 750 of butter and we got out... 15 pounds of loyalty <laughs> worth it you it doesn't it doesn't measure like that but it right. is still investments in people and building culture and mm -hmm. building continuity and love yeah. and all of these things so and then just have the sense of humor because you can have your big plans aim high and then god turns it into something else funny sometimes you know? the lord doesn't seem to be backing your decision <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah that's that is what makes a really excellent fail video, if you think about it. Uh, is true. The really good ones, the really hilarious ones that endure, that bring joy to <laughs> thousands of people, are the ones when somebody strolls out confident in their own choices, and then, <laughs> and then something else overtakes them. You know like that, like something that. else happens. Well, there is one really magnificent model on a catwalk with the way way too high of a platform heel that just when her ankles oh. start wobbling and there is no she yeah. doesn't actually fall down for a long time it's just <laughs> the most incredible like leg wobble yeah for, so oh it's so funny. so i just mean that like if you have decided that you were going to make a magnificent opulent Christmas breakfast because you are going to inspire loyalty in these souls and you are going to oh I'm going to amaze them and then there's a mouse in the pastry 
<laughs> yeah, if God sends a mouse, you have to realize that his plan for that day is different than what you if were If the intending. Lord sends a mouse, you have to remember my theory, which is that God uses mice-like exclamation points. And that sometimes when he wants to really draw your attention to something, mm-hmm. he puts a mouse yeah. in your house. But the thing is, is have a sense of humor and then you can actually turn a profit on even the thing that was not what you expected. But if mm-hmm. you decide to then fall on the ground and weep and not come back out of it because all your plans for Christmas breakfast have been ruined, then basically now you're just ruining the rest of the day too. So it's like you <laughs> you wish, could. I wish you would stop, stop we, ruining the rest of your day you too. You know, you could turn it into one of those really, really hilarious Christmas memories. Mm-hmm. Or you could turn it into the world's worst Christmas. Oh man, I that read you all regret. I think it was America's Test Kitchen asked everybody on some post on Instagram to share their I think it was them. Their holiday disasters are like the funniest things that have ever and you know, there was yeah. a lot of like uh-huh. We had the turkey in an oven that wasn't working for three hours or something. Oh, no. Cracked it open and there's a broth. Here we had everybody over. But some of them had me like just really, we're really touching. Like someone who added liquid smoke instead of vanilla to something. <laughs> to like the dessert. <laughs> Didn't notice. Didn't notice until yeah, late that's, in the game. But, that's different. Or like the dog ate the prime rib. Like the dog <laughs> took it off. <laughs> there were really yep. good ones in there. Yep. You're like, this is this is yeah. really, truly magnificent. Yeah, so just know that when God is, is sending you something like that, uh-huh. it's, it's kind of like a, you know, I don't know. It's a curveball. There's yeah. a reason why we call them curveballs. And you, you might miss it. You need to, well, but try not to try to, try to turn that thing into a base run anyway. (laughs) So true. It just, oh, you gotta love, you gotta love the problems that we have when we try to celebrate. I just, like, I'm trying really hard. Well, okay. Have a fun time. I'm, I'm sure I've said this before because it's just one of these things that I notice all the time, but don't they, um put out those people are awesome videos yeah kind of at the end of the year right it's like there's a new one and it really is outrageous Mm -hmm. like you watch one of those um people are awesome and you're like actually humans are capable of incredible feats you know like just really incredible but i think it's so important to then get out a good fail compilation immediately afterwards like treadmill fails because oh, not so only good. are people awesome people are people hilarious, are hilarious. <laughs> and people are very very mortal it's like you watch the people are awesome and you're sort of like we are gods <laughs> and, then you, and it's like but look <laughs> but we're gods and that so, struggle to keep <clears throat> our pants up apparently <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, yes I, okay i have to tell you when you're saying it's good, it's good to laugh. I have to say, <laughs> one of the great gifts that I have recently come into was to make a shared note with my children for them. We have a shared note that is the best Woodhouse quotes. Oh, that's good. So when that's I get good. bored with myself not being funny enough, I can <laughs> I can simply 
open, open your phone open this up and say and, and it's a good encouragement because it just sort of but it's what I do to yeah. find out what my children thought were was uh, funny funny yeah recently here's one to bless you you I'm sure you know this one but this one still just truly blesses me can you dance said the girl Lancelot gave a short amused laugh he was a man who never let his left hip know what his right hip was doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how about this one? She made one of those foolish remarks which do so much to confirm a man in his conviction that women as a sex should be suppressed. <laughs> turtle dove will tell you that if conditions are right the female turtle dove can spit on her hands and throw her weight about like Donald Duck (laughs) (laughs) he got through the song somehow and limped off amidst roars of silence from the audience Tonk, and I meant it to sting. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh boy! Fail videos oh are a boy. good read through some of the best oh, of yeah. Woodhouse that yeah. your children have pulled. I from think the... that's another thing that we all ought to consider doing as we muscle through Christmas and we turn to look at the bright, shining, empty space of the new year that we're going <laughs> to achieve everything. I think I'm. Um, Read a Woodhouse book just right at the beginning. Just get just, just get set your, the tone for the year. Get your year off to a good start. I haven't read a Woodhouse in a really long time. It is. The, you know what? I read. This is my good substitute for yeah, it. I read The Catnappers on um, one of my trips <laughs> this year or sometime. But I was like, oh gosh, it has been a long time since yeah. I just sat down and read a Woodhouse. And they are just so funny. Just magnificent. Magnificent. Yes, it just is a wonderful time. So <laughs> you really need to. Yes, you do. You it's, definitely really it's need an important to. Important piece. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I have a lot of reading. I'm supposed to be getting done. And last year, as I was doing the master's program, I made a note to myself, and my note to myself was: next year, do not slack off through Thanksgiving and Christmas because mm. it turns into a time where satellite obligations are lost yeah lost i'm just like what yeah you thought i was gonna do something other than this false (laughs) it was not so i made a big note to myself yeah just don't do it rachel just pay attention keep working don't fall into that so i'm really doing a good job this year of remembering that that i'm not doing it that i'm not doing it yeah i'm like i just keep thinking i made a note to myself to notice how far i'm falling Mm -hmm. behind right Mm -hmm. now i'm doing that that's what I will be I will be making a lot of notes to myself in a minute about how next year don't wait until you have to pay rush shipping on every single gift (laughs) 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 but will I I don't know yeah probably not 
Well, it's hard. And you know what I realized? I oh yeah. Well, you don't want to hear my woes of Christmas gift shopping. It's not. Very... I'm I'm definitely. I've got one or two big blanks. Left. I know. I know what I'm getting for Christmas because I can't not know. It just comes to me in the mail, so I know. <laughs> See, and, yeah, and we've uh, been struggling with some of these things. That it doesn't like, really matter. I mean, like, can I, I open this box or can I not open this but box? Our funniest was that one of my children got a bag that they knew to be a gift for me from Luke, and they were like, "I'll hide it." So she doesn't see it. Because if she sees it, she'll know what it is. So they hastened up, put it under his pillow, I think, to just hide it. To keep it out of sight. So later, we get in bed. <laughs> Luke has no knowledge that one of my Christmas gifts is under his pillow. <laughs> so obviously he pulls it out. And we just both look at the bag. <laughs> It does clearly mark what it is. And I'm like, oh, thanks for that. I like that. It's like moving on. But then Moses, I mean, Shad comes up and he's like, Mom, did you buy yourself a Pendleton blanket? And I'm like, no, I think that's my Christmas present. <laughs> you know what? I love it. Works for me. I, I don't mind it. at all that I know what I'm getting for the most yeah, part. No. I really, it's funny how much being an adult means you don't think about what you're getting for Christmas. No, it does not matter. <laughs> and it genuinely doesn't matter no, to you. Like, it's just no. like, oh, it's good. It's good. But yeah. our, I continue to say, speaking of the wild investments, going back to this, big time, big time, do it with your kids where you invest in them being generous and invest mm -hmm. in their impulses to give and invest. Because... The math doesn't work out on that. And don't be afraid to stop what you're doing, halt the Christmas morning, and take someone off in the bedroom for a quick attitude adjustment before coming back. I it's had a like, really funny... It's important that you not just smear over the top right. of Christmas a lot of toots. I had a really funny time at Michael's, checking out at Michael's, and the cashier lady was just like, oh... I, my six-year-old could never be trusted with the, is something I got for stockings yeah. for little kids. Anyway, it's just like, she could never be trusted with this because she will just color all over the walls and do stuff. And I was like, you're six-year-old? And she was like, yes. And I said, well, it's important that they learn kind of the, like you shouldn't, she said that she'd moved into only those things that you where you paint with water so that. Whoa. And I was like, you know, though, it's important that they learn. And Not she was like, that. oh, but the thing is, is she doesn't like, she can do it. She just hides the crayons in her pocket so that we don't know. And then later scribbles all over everything else. And I was like, oh, so it's just a discipline issue then. And I was <laughs> like, because she's, because what she really needs to know is, does mom mean no or not? And <laughs> we're having this hilarious. And she's like, well... Well, I, mm, mm, well, maybe. And I was that like, yes. Hilarious. I was like, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. And she said, well, I'm just dreading when she's a teenager. And I was like, I have four teenagers and they're really fun. And I was like, but you're really going to need to crack down on that now if it's going <laughs> to be fun when they're teenagers. I feel like I'm just weirdly, it was like a very weird, how can I not tell you? Yeah. Like, well, I, last night checking out of Michael's. 
was buying a million small doodads because I had to get tape and I had to get ribbon and I had to get um, a lot of random other miscellaneous kind of stocking stuffery things. And um, so I'm, I'm loading them out of my cart onto the counter. And the lady's like, would you like a bag tonight? And I was like, I would. I would love a bag, yes. Because I was like, I really like the idea of me trying to Please, bagless. wrestle with yeah. this without a bag. And she goes, oh, I just have to ask. Because if I don't, all the people from Washington yell at me. <laughs> Did you know in Washington they make I you pay like, for the bag? Yeah. No, so she they said, just like, pile up all your stuff on the counter. And they're like, would you like to purchase yeah, a bag? I'm but like, she said the I... Washington dwellers come over and yell at the Michaels employee <laughs> if she asks, if, if she doesn't ask if they would like a bag. And you're making like, me that... ruin the planet. <laughs> I really just like it being those Washingtonians. They're doing it to oh, us. turkeys. I know. But I was like, oh, nothing like spreading a little Christmas cheer. Well, see, actually, this happened yesterday. This was a whole humanity in a nutshell. I was at Kinko's, as I usually am, because I'm there all the time. But I've been was... at Kinko's since like 1998. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a frequent flyer. I need a punch card. But I was printing all my Christmas labels with all the numbers upon them so that I could wrap my yeah. gifts in a sensible fashion. And I still will stand by it as this is a really good system. But anyhow, so I'm there and uh, I was I was over cutting on, you know, like I got my prints and then I was just cutting things. And it's also the FedEx office. And this woman, I didn't follow the beginning of the drama. It just came upon me when she raised her voice and began shouting about this is horrible customer service and I cannot believe it and she just was like practically stamping her foot and being really a turkey to the lady behind mm. the counter who couldn't give her the package because she didn't have ID with her and it was addressed to her husband and she didn't have the tracking number either so basically there was no way to release yeah. the package into her care and the woman just freaks out and she's like and you call yourselves FedEx and and it was just you know this is shameful and she's in a huge huff and then she just stomps out the door but she was shouting because that's why I started to notice it and the lady behind the counter is like well I'm sorry ma'am but it is for the customer's own protection anyhow so <laughs> she the customer flounces out then um the lady behind the counter finishes helping the next customer and then she goes and she calls somebody about it who was clearly another FedEx office. And she calls. And then she commences having a big shout up on the phone to the other person. Like, I just got yelled at in front of customers. And I do not think it is my job <laughs> to get yelled at when it is not my fault. And so anyway, it's just the old, um, you know, pass on, <laughs> pass it on down the line to another person whose fault it isn't. <laughs> And it probably was like, probably her husband yelled at her. So she came and yelled at the FedEx I lady. Know, it's like you a, called somebody to yell at them. I actually have been thinking about this because as we've been going through a season of everyone, we, we've had the great, I think people have been getting that straight up influenza right now. Yeah. We've had the flu yeah. going around. We've had other colds going around. There's rumor of this being our... Our payments on the viral debt that we've had <laughs> and whatever. 
people have been sick lately. And it does make you really aware of how contagious, like, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. obviously with COVID, we've had a world that's fascinated by contagiousness yeah. right now. Yeah. But the thing that was making me think about this was that it's not actually that viruses are not, they are, it's like we were talking about Christmas being an example. A virus is a negative example of how contagious things are between humans. Yep. But that as contagious as a virus is, so is joy and encouragement and laughter. And like, you know, if something really funny happens and you're joyful and you're laughing about it, you tell someone they really mm -hmm. laugh with you. That's, that's contagious. Like it is yeah. contagious that you can go communicate with someone. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about how many things like, over gratitude and thankfulness and joy like that those things are as contagious as viruses and and way 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 more important that they yeah. be being communicated you know like that we actually Although, be I will say that joy being contagious it's true but it is swimming upstream because being a grouch and being a complainer and being mad at people is just simply going with the flow of our own sin nature. Whereas being joyful, thankful, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it, like that's not actually in just in the grain. No, of, but it is for believers. So yes. if you are around so, believers, I'm not saying, yes. I'm not saying that like, Oh, I can go talk to the woman at Michael's and give her true joy because no, I can't. No, but, but you can, there is a lot more, yep. there is a lot more that's communicated all the time yep. than and we even think fundamentally it. it, it, it does draw people to Christ. Like, uh, but it's also the stench of death to those who are perishing. So yeah. And, but I was going to say that it's the root of bitterness that can spring up and defile many, but there's a lot of things that can be planted that can spring yep. up and feed many and yep. comfort many and yeah, things. Totally. And that we tend to think of those things as being the domain of bad things mm -hmm. all the time yeah. when the reality is it mm -hmm. also it is also yeah true in other ways and just resisting the the weird temptation to pass along the little grumpy thing you just received from somebody else and give it to somebody else who doesn't deserve it which mm -hmm. is like your children or your husband or whatever. Like if the packages didn't come on time because the UPS driver screwed up and so you decide to then yell at your five-year-old. Or yell at the UPS driver. None well, of the above. True, true. But I just mean like there is that weird like turn yeah, the kick tension, the dog, the you know? The tension needs to get out somewhere yeah, so and you just... Oh, well, it's also... That's very common for women to get this way, to diff, to not deal with it. So this is an ongoing, I feel like no matter how many times I say this, people still get the Hufflepuffs about okay. this. All right. I know this because someone recently joined my Instagram feed. Okay. And went back, harked back to way old times and a couple of people gotten a huge dust up on my thread about mm -hmm. controlling your emotions. So there was sure. like 192 yeah. comments. Of them fighting with one another. <laughs> I don't see any reason for you to think that I said that you weren't qualified to say. It was like a very funny, like, I yeah. don't even know. I didn't read the whole thing. <coughs> but, made it, um, but it is the emotional thing. Everybody says it's unhealthy to stuff your emotions. And they think that when I say, make your emotions obey Jesus. But yeah. I'm saying, hide your dirty emotions or under kill. a bushel. 
your emotions. No, but they, they think that it's impossible to just deal with them. Right. It's impossible to actually be done with your tood. Right. That's not optional. So they're like, you're, I totally just had a bug fly straight in my ear. That was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Are there flying bugs in the car with us? I don't know. But there was. It just (laughs) shot. You sure it wasn't just one of your hairs? How would that have done it? Well, more than I don't see any flying insects with us. (laughs) Well, anyways. Pardon Becca's now. Yeah. So, anyways. What were we even talking about? Oh, stuffing your emotions. <laughs> yeah, Is yeah. that like people don't believe that you can actually confess and be done with something mm-hmm. when you realize it's mm-hmm. not honoring the Lord. Yeah. You do not have to vent it. Like Christ can actually take it from you. Yeah. You do not have to. I'm not saying like, oh, you realize you have malice in your heart towards your husband. Try to stuff that in the cupboard and carry yeah. on as though it doesn't exist. Like no. the point is to actually deal with it not to yeah not to just stuff it and that's what when you're saying this it's not just to get yelled at be angry and then but just make sure it doesn't vent at your five-year-old yeah it's like don't treasure that up in your heart don't hold on to it no like ask god to take it from you get like deal with it so that it's not one of the things lurking in the cabinets yeah and have on a sort of a raincoat of grace that means that other people's sin doesn't have to get you all muddy and wet. It's amazing how how many difficult situations can be diffused entirely by removing your own pride from mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. right? Like or if, extending forgiveness, or which can be the same thing. Simply deciding to walk on. You know, just the fact that a stranger just yelled at me and Kinko's. I'm going to not let that sully my attitude for the whole day. But sometimes I think it's the pride that makes us combative about something mm-hmm. or we really didn't need to fight it. Mm-hmm. Like we really could have just not yeah. gotten into that. Like if someone's like, well, you're always this way and you want to be like, well, don't you remember how you behaved in 1992 <laughs> at Thanksgiving? <laughs> I think that's, you know, whatever happens. You want to, you want to, fight back instead of diffusing it with love and not letting your pride take over. Like just, Uh just being Uh like, yeah, I find it very effective to, to like, if people write me with a big criticism of all the things that I'm doing wrong on Instagram, Uh I find it wildly effective to not defend myself, Mm. but to instead just say, thanks for reaching out, please pray for me that I'll have wisdom in yeah. how I use my Instagram account. Blessings. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's effective because partly because we're not talking about it anymore, but it's also effective because like I'm not, there's no reason to act like I couldn't possibly do something wrong or that I also yeah. must defend every decision I've ever made mm-hmm. to this person that has no reason to be trying to yeah. demand it right now. But it's like you could be rude and snortastic right yeah. back at them, yeah, but you, you don't could. need to be. Right. It's true. You could try not. And actually <laughs> in family dilemmas, oftentimes this would this would help us not have family big 
uh-huh. snafuzels if we just yep. did not immediately take umbrage with whatever was uh-huh. said or implied or yeah. insinuated in some way. And resisting the urge to try to be the Holy Spirit, to try to go around and convict everyone of every thought crime they've committed, you know. Yeah, how will they ever come to repentance if I don't? Be the Holy Spirit. If I don't go about as the recording angel. Because everyone knows that that's what really brings people to Christ when when another, when a Christian has tabulated their evils. I do think there's this weird pendulum swing because I think the people who want there to never be a disagreement and I just respect you and I respect them and I respect all of our opinions. Every viewpoint is valid. Every viewpoint is valid. That's your truth. Like, that's a bunch of nonsense, and it's unbiblical, and it's true that it... And don't be a liar. Yeah, you just... It's stupid. But then the people react to that, and they say, that's stupid, and that's impossible, and I'm going to go around and give big infractions to anybody that is saying anything that isn't 100% on board with the church councils, you know, and I'm going to have a big scuffle in the comments about how they're wrong. And that's because we must be valiant for truth. Uh, And it's like, that's just such a weird other problem. Like, let's just find something that's not either of these ways. Yeah. There was, there was somebody years ago who did in all seriousness say that they had the gift of rebuke. And, you know, that is just... I have the gift, the spiritual gift of nitpicking. Yeah, it's like, I don't (laughs) think that that's one of the fruits of the Spirit, is the gift of rebuke. (laughs) You know, like, there are are times when it's necessary. The spiritual gift of critique. Yeah, there are times when it's necessary. But it's also not... But it's a thing that all Christians are called to in some contexts you know that like in Matthew 18 style it's more like everyone is called at some time to do this thing yeah it's not the same thing that you have it's like saying you have a spiritual gift of repentance <laughs> <laughs> or uh, who knows it's just funny yeah That's a, that is a funny one all right well, well going into Christmas ladies think of investing in another world, investing yep. in the things that can't be measured yep. tangibly, that aren't seen in your bank account, that no. aren't like invest generously and exactly and faithfully, faithfully like full of faith, yep. like be full of faith that God always does more with what we're trying to do than seems possible. Yeah, and just give it freely to Him and be like, Lord, you know what we're trying to do with this. Yep. Please. Use and if it. he turns and it into a funny story, then that's good too. Then make the most of that. <laughs> do you have a tip? Um, I do. My dish towels—they're available for pre-order. Oh, fun! It's very exciting. They're not shipping just yet, but you can pre-order them. And My tip is to this. have your kids wrap gifts that you like. Get get the whole squad yeah. involved in wrapping each other's gifts. Yeah. If your How squad else? is available, my squad is not available because they're busy doing things like making wedding cakes and yeah. But sometimes stuff. you can still find part of the squad. You can find Maybe. somebody to do Maybe. it. Maybe so. All right. Merry Christmas. All right. Have All right. a lovely Until week. Next time. Bye bye. Bye. What have you will be on break till the new year, but as a special year-end gift, we'd like to give you 30 days of free access to all of the audiobooks and videos from Becca and Rachel over on Canon Plus.
Head over to MyCanonPlus.com to take advantage of this limited trial offer ending January 1st. Canon Plus is home to hours of talks, interviews, and audiobooks from Becca and Rachel. Head over to MyCanonPlus.com and start listening today. Your membership to Canon Plus is a great way to support this podcast. If you'd like more audio and even future video content from Rachel and Becca, please consider subscribing today. Thank you and Merry Christmas from everyone here at Canon Press.